Hey folks, Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever you happen to be listening to this, I hope you're having a great day. Today I wanted to share with you some of the lessons that I've learned, that we've learned over a decade of helping people with digestive issues and autoimmunity. One of the things I pride myself on is periodically going back and looking at the successes that we've had, dissecting them, like taking them apart to figure out what worked really well and what could be improved, and also critically looking at our failures, those people that we were not able to help. Why? What happened? What could we do better? How might we be able to help someone like that in the future? And from both those successes and especially from those failures, looking back to see the lessons that we've learned and the things that we can continue to improve because I am a big believer in continuous improvement. We can always make things better. So today I wanted to share with you some of the lessons that I have learned. And so just here, a really quick, fast one is simply this. One of the things that I've learned is that nothing, no approach, no tool will work absolutely for everyone. You see a lot of dogma out there. You know, everyone needs to do a vegan diet or a paleo diet or a carnivore diet or everyone needs to do this thing or that thing or another thing. And the reality is that we've seen it's just not the case. Now, we've definitely found old reliables, tricks and tools and techniques and approaches that work for many many people, but nothing works for everyone. You can have two people and from the outside, what looks exactly the same issue or problem or concern or situation, and you apply the same tool or technique to them, one gets great results and the other doesn't. So there is no singular approach, no singular tool that is absolutely going to work for everyone. So any doctor, practitioner, approach or program or book or whatever you might be reading that basically says, you know, anyone with this digestive issue or anyone with this autoimmunity needs to follow this approach and we can guarantee that they're going to get absolutely wonderful results. They're, they're either misguided, um, they don't know any better, or they're trying to pull one over on you because nothing works for everyone all of the time. All right, so that's one key lesson I've learned. But today I really want to focus on the three phases that we've gone through in our care with people and the lessons that have, we've learned from each of those phases. You know, over the last decade, my practice, my care for people has roughly gone through three phases. Now, lots of little sub phases and tweaking at each step of the process, but we can back up here for a minute and just focus on the three phases. So when I began practice over a decade ago, I was like a lot of doctors that are out there, that were out there and that continue to be out there. You know, someone would call up and they'd say, hey, I want to get some help. And we'd say, great, when can you come in? Schedule an appointment for them to come in. They would come in and have a visit. Now, one of the things that we learned quickly, there was no kind of screening process. There was no way to make sure, hey, what are you really looking for? Are we really the right people to help you out? Or is this going to be a giant waste of time for us and especially for you as well? So we would find that a number of people 
would come in for a singular visit, like one time, and then not come back, and they would just disappear, and they'd stop answering their email or their phone. We're never able to get back in touch with them. And the most common reason is because they didn't realize what they were getting into. You know, when we said things like, look, we want to treat the root causes of what's going on and not just put a Band-Aid on the symptoms, we thought that was a fairly clear explanation. And a lot of people would say, oh, yeah, I want that. But when we would sit down with them, we'd try to understand what was going on, what their goals were and what they were looking for. At the end of the day, they were just looking for a silver bullet. So let me be clear here. I say repeatedly, and I mean this, I'm not into shame, blame, or guilt. It is okay if someone is looking for a silver bullet. It's okay if that's what you want too, but we need to face the reality of silver bullet. There, there are no magic silver bullets that are instantly going to take away digestive issues or autoimmunity. Despite the fact that everyone and their brother is out there trying to sell you one of those, they, they just don't exist. And if they do give you some benefit, it's really not going to be long lasting or permanent because ultimately silver bullets, the best they can do is that they can cover over the symptoms temporarily. Yes, that can make you feel better temporarily, but it's like pulling the top of a weed off in your garden. The weed is gone temporarily. But what happens? The roots are still there. And so the weed grows back again. And so you may be able to take steroids and that may calm down your digestive issues, your autoimmunity, because it suppresses the immune system and it calms things down. It may help you, may change, save your life. It may change everything for you. But of course, it doesn't deal with the underlying autoimmunity or inflammation that is going on in the body. And so when you stop taking those steroids, you're not going to have a permanent or a long-term remission of those symptoms. And that's all silver bullets can do for you. So we'd have people coming in and saying things like, you know, I'm on steroids. Let's be clear here. Steroids, we mean the kind that cuts inflammation, not the the muscle building, bodybuilding kind of steroids. So uh, I'm on steroids for, you know, whatever, this inflammation, this autoimmune condition that I've got. Can you just give me an herb that I can use instead of the steroids that don't have all the side effects and so I can feel better because I'm taking an herb and not a prescription drug? So we'd have some people come in and ask questions like that. And the answer is no. Listen, there are no, there are great anti-inflammatory herbs out there, but there is nothing that can just magically replace steroids and give you all of the benefit in exactly the same way as steroids. And, and that goes for other things. People would ask, you know, I'm on blood pressure medication or I'm on diabetes medication or I'm on thyroid medication. Can't I just have an herb that will replace that? Or can you just tell me exactly what foods that I need to eat to make my autoimmunity go away? And, and then that's good. And I'm done. And the answer is no. Can diet have a tremendous impact? Absolutely. But is it as simple as just saying, here's a list of foods, eat these, don't eat these, and you're good to go? The reality is no, it is not. So we would have people coming in for a first visit, and some of them were looking for silver bullets. And of course, when I didn't have any silver bullets for them, they would go away looking for someone else who had the silver bullets. The second 
thing is while they said they were interested in dealing with the root cause issues, when they saw the scope of what was going to be necessary to handle those root cause issues, they got cold feet. The investment of time, the investment of money, the investment of their energy in making these changes in their life felt overwhelming. That's, that's normal and that's natural. So what would happen sometimes is that someone would come in with a digestive issue or autoimmunity and we would get start get going. We'd take a big history and we'd understand what's going on. I would go away. I would start doing research and I'd start pulling together plans for them and situations and sometimes spending, you know, one, two, three, up to 10 hours preparing for their care. And then to have them turn around and not come back again was just absolutely devastating. First of all, it was a waste of their time because they came in and had a visit and they spent some money and they, they you know, came for, for their visit and everything else only to have it not go anywhere. But then it was a tremendous waste of my time to spend all those hours researching and pulling plans together and making making a, a plan for them only to have them leave. It was not only devastating in terms of the time that was spent, but the emotion. I don't know about you, but when I sit down and I really take someone under my care, I, I care about that person. I invest time and energy and emotion in that person. And to have it fizzle out and go nowhere and know that we weren't able to, to provide help for that person was just emotionally exhausting. So that continued on for a number of years, doing what every other doctor out there, most doctors out there were doing, and what most doctors continue to do today, which is just have people come in with no sort of screening process to make sure that we're really the right fit together, and then to simply tell them to just come back whenever. Now, two things tended to happen there. Again, no shame, blame, or guilt here, but we all tend to overestimate our capabilities. And so people would say, great, okay, you've given me some things to do. Great, I'll go do that. You know, when should I come back? Now, the average doctor, unless it is an emergency situation, will often say things like come back in three months, four months, six months, and let me know how you're doing. And yes, if, if you have any issues or troubles or things get worse, please be sure to come back more regularly. But otherwise, here's what you need to do. Good luck with that. Now, a small number of people would go away. Three, four, six months later, they'd come back and they did great. They took the steps. They ran with them. They saw the results they were looking for. They were happy about it. But we came to see more and more over the years that most people, the vast majority of people, I would say 90 to 95 percent of people, found that that approach really did not work well for them. They were sort of cast adrift. And even though people are smart, I'm sure you're smart, you're dedicated, you're educated, you know, you, you are going to try your best to do the things that are put in front of you. People would just find either life would come up or things weren't as clear or it wasn't working properly for them. It needed to be adjusted or, or a whole host of different things would happen, which meant the vast majority of the time people either saw little benefit, like, yes, it helped a little bit and things were a little bit better than they were at the last visit. No benefit. No, it, you know, it didn't really work for me in one of a whole host of different ways or that things were actually worse for them coming back. So we would often find that we would have a great visit and we would send people off and they would come back 
either feeling slightly better, not better at all, or even worse than before, which again was frustrating for everyone because we weren't providing the help that people we're truly looking for. So all of this to said, we found a lot of people would not, uh, they would come once looking for a silver bullet. We'd invest a lot of time and energy and prepping for them only to have them never come back again. Or we would start work with someone, send them off and see them infrequently. And most often they would not get the results that they were looking for. So it was a lose, lose situation for everyone. We weren't helping people in the way that we wanted. So After a number of years of this, reflecting on the successes that we did have and the many failures that we had, I was determined that there had to be a better way to get better results for people. So that led into phase two of our practice, where we began asking what was going on here. One of the problems was a lack of screening. So we began talking to people more before they came on, making sure that they weren't just looking for a silver bullet, that they were actually willing to do the work that was necessary to deal with these type of digestive and autoimmune issues. The second change that we made was beginning to ask for a commitment to work together. Now, at first, this was simply a verbal commitment. We'd say things like, hey, listen, you're dealing with IBD or ulcerative colitis or another type of digestive or autoimmune issue. You've got this going on. We both recognize that a silver bullet is not going to solve this for you. We need to do some work together. This is going to take, you know, typically for something like a significant autoimmune issue or digestive issue, typically we're looking at somewhere between six and 12 months of work together. Now, this would send some people running for the hills. It might even shock you, but significant issues take time. It's not as easy as just getting the car into the mechanic, replacing the carburetor and getting back on the road again. Human bodies don't work like that. So it definitely takes time. What we found again is that people who'd only work with us for a month or two or three, they would often see improvement in what was going on for them. But when we would follow up with them 6, 12, 18 months down the road, we'd see that things often went back to the way they were before or even got worse. We weren't having the sustained. We were getting some positive movement, but we weren't getting the sustained forward movement, the sustained improvement that we were looking for from these people. So we began to see that it was necessary to ask for a longer and more committed commitment uh, for people if we were going to get the results. And at first we began just asking for a verbal commitment as part of our initial process. We'd find out what was going on for them. We'd explain what type of commitment was going to be necessary, and we would ask them if that's something that they were willing to undertake. Now, unfortunately, human beings, and myself included in all this, what we found was that a significant number of people would pay lip service. They would say, absolutely, I'm willing to do whatever is necessary. I'll change my diet. I'll change my lifestyle. I'll take some supplements. I'll I'll take whatever is necessary. I'll make these changes. And yes, I can see why it's necessary to make a commitment of time and be willing to come back and follow up with people in order to get the results that I want. Unfortunately, what did we find? When people only make a verbal commitment, we, all of us, myself included, can find ways to easily weasel out of it. 
Now, that continued for a while. We were asking people, but finding frustratedly that we were getting better results by asking for a verbal commitment than we had been when there was nothing of the sort. Just people were sent away and to come back, uh, you know, whenever we were getting better results. But we were finding that a frustratingly large amount of people weren't following the plan that they had verbally agreed to follow. If we asked them to come back, you know, every four weeks, we'd find that they did for a few visits, but then it suddenly it started becoming six weeks or eight weeks or 10 or 12 weeks instead of every four weeks. And the progress that we were beginning to make began to slow down, stall out, or even reverse for people. And then they understandably become frustrated, go off and seek other care. So we still weren't getting the results that we were looking for. Now, as part of this process as well, we found that instead of sending people away for, you know, two, three, four, six months and just letting them try to work the, the plan as best they could, we began increasing the frequency that we met with people. So we would, unless someone was in a really great place, we'd never send them away for six months. At most, we'd give, we'd send them away for three months to work on something, but often it would be two months or six weeks or four weeks. And we began to see with that added support, the people got better. So we were still very frustrated. They, people were frustrated because they still weren't getting the results that they wanted. And we were frustrated because we still weren't getting the results that we wanted for people either. So the next little tweak began to ask for a more substantial commitment. You know, it's easy to say something and all of us value our word. But again, it's easy to find justifications or, or in reality, life gets in the way. What we found is that unfortunately, people don't val value what they pay for. People don't value what they pay for. So we began asking for a financial commitment. You can think about in your own life, you know, you say you're going to worry. If you're like many of us, in, including me, you say you're going to go work out regularly. You make a plan to work out regularly. Maybe you do start working out regularly. And, and what happens? Life gets in the way. One of a million things. And then the next thing you know, a bunch of time has gone by and you haven't been working out regularly. I know that's been my experience as well. But when you plunk down a significant financial investment, the game changes. Then when you're tempted to blow it off, work gets busy, life happens, all the rest of the things, you look back and go, well, you know what? I paid up front for this gym or I'm paying a substantial amount to go to this gym or this piece of exercise equipment that I have in front of me or the, these personal trainer uh, meetings that I've set up. You have that investment that you don't want to waste. And so you're much more likely to power through the events that happen in a person's life and stick to the plan. And this is what we found is that when we asked people not just to make a verbal commitment, but when we asked them to make a financial commitment as well, of course, some people it's brought up fear, like, oh, my, you're asking me to actually put my money where my mouth is. And the answer is, yes, we absolutely are. And some people were like, no, I, I just don't want to do that. Again, it's easy to say I'm willing to do anything to get better. And the answer is, okay, if you're willing to do anything to get better, great, then the chances of us being able to help you are very high. But please put your money where your mouth is. And again, please, please, no shame, blame or guilt. Some people just aren't ready. We accept that. That is okay. But what we found when we began asking people to put down a financial commitment is that their 
their adherence to the plan or they were following the plan. They began to show up regularly for visits. They began to follow through and do the things that were asked of them. And the results began to skyrocket. So we first began to see in phase two that by abandoning the, you know, visit by visit, just come back for your next visit when you feel you need it or come back at a longer time frame, three, four, six months, when we began to shorten that and we began to discuss upfront, look, this is going to take some time. We're going to need to meet more regularly. We began to see people's results improve. Then they took a skyrocket upwards when we began to ask for a financial commitment because, you know, when you, when you invest, you follow through. And so people began to follow through and our results began to improve dramatically with people. People were getting much better from digestive issues and autoimmunity. That led us to the third phase of the practice, where we are today in 2020. So we were much happier. People were much happier with the results that we were getting for them. We were seeing digestive issues and autoimmunity majorly improve for people. And not just that. It's not just are the troublesome, bothersome symptoms of autoimmunity or digestive issues getting better? That is important. But more than that, were we seeing people go on to thrive, to live bigger and better lives, to not only say you helped me with my digestive issues or my pain or whatever else might be going on, but you helped me to go on to live a bigger and a better life. I got to do more of the things that I love. My life is better now than it was beforehand. And those are the kind of stories and the kind of experiences that make all of this worthwhile. So we we still were examining the places where we succeeded and the places where we were still failing people. And one of the issues that we saw is we weren't consistently providing all three aspects of what we call the success triad, the success triad. So we believe there are three critical pieces that any plan, any approach needs to have if we're going to get consistently good results for people. And we saw where we had been leaving off one or more aspects of those three pieces were the people who were not getting the results that they were looking for. So let's go over those quickly here. The first is education. Now, if you're listening to this, you're probably the kind of person who likes to educate themselves and understand what's going on. And this is one area where the conventional or regular doctors fail so spectacularly. You know, the vast majority of people who come to us having already been to their regular doctors for whatever digestive issue or autoimmune issue that they've got going on, when we ask them, you know, what do you understand about your issue? The answer often is not much. What has your doctor told you or educated you about what is going on in your body? And the answer usually is little to nothing. What has your doctor educated you or told you about the therapies that you might be doing, the drugs or the other treatments that you might be doing, how they're working, why you're taking them, what they're doing, what the plan is. And the answer, again, sadly, is usually little to nothing. You know, what else can you be doing? What impact do these other pieces have in terms of what's going on? Again, the answer is little to nothing, which is why so many people, like yourself, I'm assuming, have gone out to the internet, books, blogs, podcasts, and other things to better understand what's going on in your body, what you can do about it, why different treatments do or don't work for you, all of these things, education, 
is a critical aspect. And we found that without the proper education, the people weren't getting long-term benefits. They were taking things at least for a short while because, quote-unquote, the doctor said that they needed to take these things. But without a clear understanding of why they were taking them, what's going on in their body, and what they need to do in the long term, not just to get symptoms under control, but to treat those root causes and make those changes they needed, the education was the critical component of that. So we began to focus more on education, but this led to another blunder and the other aspects of the success triad. Now, a lot of us, I've definitely fallen into this trap as well, I'm sure you might have, is we think that education alone is going to be the answer. You know, if I can just learn what I need to do, if I can just understand what's going on, if I can just learn about a diet or herb or supplement or medication or treatment, then great, I've got it. And we found that for over 95% of people, it's just not true. And we often delude ourselves. I know I've deluded myself thinking, dilute, not dilute here, deluded. Sorry, let me see if I can say that word correctly. Deluded. We we trick ourselves. We fool ourselves into thinking, okay, okay, look, I'm just going to read about it. I'm just going to learn about it. And then, great, I'm, I'm good to go. 90, 95% of us, it, it's just 90, 95% of the time for each of us, it's just not true. People would come to us and say, just, just tell me what I need to do and I will take care of it. And what did we find again, 90, 95% of the time when we followed up with these people, three, six, 12, 18 months later, you know, were most of them Did they take that information? Did they apply it? Did they get the results they wanted? Were they happy and healthy and thriving? The answer is no. A rare person would take that information, run with it, get the results they wanted and feel great. But the vast majority of people that we simply educated, that we followed up with later, what did we find? The education was helpful. Maybe they understood more. Maybe they were a little bit better. But the vast majority of people said no. It didn't really give me the help and the success and the results that I was looking for. And now I'm on seeing other doctors, trying other things, or my health has gotten even worse than it was the time that I saw you. So we definitely believe in the power of education, but we also believe in the limits of education. If all you do is educate yourself about the situation, little to nothing is going to change. I wish it were different. I would love if it were different, um, but it's not. So this is where the second key piece comes in. So we've got education as one part of the triad. The second piece is guidance. So without that guidance, you know, having someone who's done this over and over and over and been able to help a lot of people with digestive issues and autoimmunity, having the guidance of an expert on your side is going to massively shortcut your process, and it's also going to help you avoid making a lot of common mistakes that that people make. So guidance is a critical piece. This is where having more frequent visits to continue to guide, adjust, and tweak is much more valuable for people than having those long visits every once in a while to just give a big picture and then leave someone to figure it out themselves. So guidance is the second critical piece and one of the reasons that we saw our results improve so much when we moved from phase one come in infrequently to phase two more of a commitment to coming in regularly 
and for a period of time. Now, the third piece that we found is just so, so important for people, but is often blown off is support. Now, some people out there feel like they can do it alone all by themselves. And there are a small number of people who pretty much are self-sufficient and pretty much can take care of it themselves. But again, we found that even though each of us wants to feel self-sufficient and powerful, and it's true, we are self-sufficient and powerful, but we need support. That support is the third pillar that came in in the third step of the process that we found has yet again skyrocketed the kind of results that we get for people. So it's not always about education. You may know some of the pieces that are necessary to get the change you want. It's not always about the guidance. Again, you may be on the right path to get the results that you want, but it is often about the level of support that someone gets, whether we can help them through the process, hold their hand in the best possible way, help them when things inevitably go into a dip or a flare or an issue. Listen, it's not a straight line from where you are to where you want to be. You know this in every aspect of your life. The journey, what we call the healing journey, is going to have ups and downs. In fact, when someone only, they're proceeding along at a clip and everything has been getting better, 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 we start to worry a little bit because inevitably there is going to be a dip. There always is. And sometimes when things have been going along really well for someone, they're not prepared psychologically, emotionally, mentally for the dip. And the dip happens and it can just crush them without that layer of support there to help them through that process. That's one of the places that we would see people drop away. They'd be doing great. They'd have a little flare. There'd be a freak out. They wouldn't reach out. They wouldn't get the support because they didn't know that they needed it. And we didn't weren't providing it for them. And they would often disappear off to spin their wheels or go see someone else, try another approach when all they needed to do was maybe a few tweaks here and there, or maybe it was simply to just weather through this little flare or this little dip that was going on for them, get to the other end and things would pick up again and they'd continue moving along in their healing journey. So support is absolutely critical for people. So we took this success triad of education, guidance, and support. And we also codified the steps, you know, before we would follow the different steps, but it was a little more random and, and it wasn't someone wouldn't always get all of the pieces put together for them because we hadn't solidified it into a framework and a process that we call the Aspire method. Now, each of those steps gets taken care of. So we've, the third step has moved from kind of one Visit at a time, no screening, just kind of your regular doctor's visit. We began the second phase of the practice was a commit, was some screening and asking for a commitment, first verbal and then financial. And the third phase was taking this, taking all these lessons learned over all these years, all the pieces that we found were in the plans the care of people who actually got better, got the results they were looking for. And we pulled them together into what we call the Aspire Method, the 10 steps that we now follow with education, with guidance, and with support. Each step of the process 
to consistently get someone better. And we make sure that the success triad, education, guidance, and support is always in place for people as they move along. Yes, we still understand that this is going to take time. Most autoimmunity, most digestive issues are going to take a minimum of six months to see long-term and sustained improvement. And often 10 to 12 months is a much more reasonable time frame. That can feel like a lot, but hopefully you and me both have decades to live and taking a year to get our health straightened out, to learn all, to learn the pieces, to get the guidance, to have the support as we move through the process, to go on to live a bigger and better life is a worthy investment of your time, your money, your energy to make these changes and do these things. So these are the three phases that we've moved through with a lot of the lessons learned at each step of the process. So what can we take away from this? Going to a doctor, if they don't pre-screen you so they find out really what's going on for you, what your goals are, what do you want to achieve, what does success look like for you. If they don't know that, how are they going to help you actually get there? If they're just taking any warm body that comes in the door, how do they know? How are they confident that they can actually help you? You know, we actually turn away quite a few people who come to see us because we're not confident that we're going to be able to help that person, which means on both our parts, on our parts and on the person's parts, it's going to be a giant waste of time, money and energy. And we don't want to see that. We want to know or be confident in that we're going to actually be able to help people. So is someone you're seeing or thinking of seeing pre-screening you to make sure that they're actually the right fit to help you and you're the right fit to actually work with them? Are you, can you understand, like really understand and get beyond the natural and normal human tendency to look for a silver bullet? If there were a silver bullet for digestive issues and autoimmunity Everyone would be talking about it. I know I certainly would be talking about it. But if we want to get beyond just symptom control, look, if you just want your symptoms of autoimmunity under control, just take steroids, right? That's slapping a giant Band-Aid on top of it. Yes, there are serious side effects from long-term use of steroids. And yes, you're not actually dealing with the root causes. So the autoimmunity is just going to stay there or get worse over time. But it is the quickest, fastest, easiest way to get symptoms under control for the vast majority of people. But if we can do aside, we can, we can move past the natural and normal human tendency of silver bullets. We can recognize that it is going to take some time. It is going to take some money and it is going to take an investment of our energy. If we truly want to get better, not just cover over symptoms, but we want long term health. We want our life to our, not only our symptoms to be under control, but our life to be better, bigger, happier, healthier. We want to be doing the things that we want. We want our relationships to be good. We want our body to be happy and healthy. We want our mind to be functional and working really well. And we want to be aligned with the purpose of our lives so we can do the things that I believe each of us was put here to do. And that's different for every person. But if we want to live that bigger and better life, we know we need a healthy body, a healthy mind, healthy, happy relationships, and we need to understand a purpose for our lives, which again is going to be different for everyone. But when we're able to plug into that purpose, it changes our life for the better. And again, not many doctors are talking about this, 
But our goal is not just to have your symptoms better, it's really to have a better life. So if they're not working to get beyond silver bullet approaches and really work with you in a sustained period of time, if they're not bringing the success triad in, you're not getting the education that you need. That's a critical part. But if they think that simply educating you is going to change your life, it's not. The vast majority of people, the vast majority of the time, it's not going to make that change that we're all hoping for. If you're not getting regular guidance How are you going to have sustained and continued success? And critically speaking here, if you're not getting regular support to weather the ups and downs that the healing journey always has, then your chances of success are going to be low. We've seen all of these pieces contribute to failures over the past more than 10 years. And each step, we've pivoted and changed to increase our success because We want to succeed, but of course, we want you to succeed as well. And lastly, if they're not, the pieces aren't put together into a program to make sure that all the pieces are covered. You know, some people say, well, I don't really need that piece. They may say, for example, you know, the first step of the 10 steps of the Aspire Method is to find out which foods nourish you, make you healthier, and which foods harm you. And they may come, some people come to us and say, yeah, 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 I already know that. I already figured that out. Remember, it's not just about knowing. It's also about reminding a lot of times. And so you may go through that module. You may get some support, guidance, some, you know, taking a look at all of those pieces. You may get some education, which is a good refresher and a good reminder. And we may be able to turn around and say, listen, you've got that thing nailed. The reality of what we find almost all the time is that you may have pieces that you've done really, really well. You may have some really good stuff in there. And almost always we find areas, little tweaks, adjustments that are going to serve to help you move farther ahead. We're all human beings. We implement pieces of things. We rarely, if never, implement every piece of something. And reminders of things that we've already learned are so important. I know it is for me. Look, I spend all day, every day on this material. I have for you know many, many years now. And even going back over the basics in my own personal life is so incredibly valuable. So if they don't have a process set up to move through each of the pieces for you, the chances that all of those bases are going to get covered uh, is small. And the odds are that something will get left off for you and the goal, long-term, sustainable health improvement, a bigger and better life is probably not going to happen. You know, if we miss, if we're running around a baseball field and we miss one of the bases, we hit first and second and then fourth, we don't get the point. We hit first and second and fourth, but we missed third. And that's why having a process where we move through each of the steps is the only way to ensure that people get the results they want. Even though that that runner has been to first base a million times, they still need to go back through first base, make sure everything is solid and gets covered. And that's how they score the points. Similarly, we want to move through every step. Some people are going to need to spend more time in each step because there are more significant problems. Maybe they need more education in that step, more guidance and support around that step. Some people are going to blow through certain steps really quickly, either because they don't have a significant problem there. They're already well up to speed and they've got that piece of things working really well for them. But we need people to be open-minded to 
to address each and every aspect of what's going on for them. All right, so these are some of the key lessons that we have learned for more than a decade. The first is simply put, that there is no singular tool, technique, or approach that absolutely, positively will work for every person in every situation, no matter what. This is why a computer program or a book or a video course can be incredibly helpful, but can't give us, can't give everyone the answers that they're looking for. We need a real, living, breathing human being to interpret, to guide, and support someone through the process. That brings us to the second key piece. Any effective process is going to have education, guidance, and support. You leave out any one of those pieces and the chances of success plummet dramatically. We're going to need to have a commitment to time over a silver bullet, take it and be done approach. We're going to need a process and a program. And as human beings, we're going to need to make an investment. We're going to need to put our money where our mouth is or the vast, vast majority of us, including me, are not necessarily going to do the things that we need to do. All right, folks, that is it for me today. I hope these lessons have provided some valuable insight for you, maybe where you have succeeded in your life. You've seen some of these aspects at play, or if you've had failure before in your health, or you've seen other doctors, maybe you've seen a bunch of other doctors, and you haven't gotten the results you're looking for, it's often because these pieces are missing. All right, folks, that is it for me today. Listen, if anything in here has resonated with you, if you'd like to discuss it more, you're looking for some help. You want to move forward. You're friendly, coachable, and open-minded. You're dealing with digestive issues and autoimmunity, and it is now time to change that. It's time to stop living a smaller, constricted life, limited by your digestive issues or autoimmunity, and you want to get to that bigger, better life. You're willing to make an investment of time, energy, money, then we need to talk. Give us a call send us an email or drop us a message and let's talk. Let's find out more about what's going on and whether we are the right fit to help you. All right, folks, until next time, take care.